You're listening to the Creating Healthy Families podcast, a podcast designed to prompt purposeful relationships in your family. Now, here's your host, Link Taylor. Hey, welcome to Creating Healthy Families. Uh, So glad you're with us. My name is Link Taylor, and I serve as the host here and just try to come alongside and encourage uh, families, whether, and I said before, whether it's through the lens of a parent or in a marriage relationship, and today, during this quarantine time that we're in, we're going to talk about marriages, and today I have, of course, I'm quarantined with my beautiful wife of 30 years, Joellen. Say hi, Joellen. Hey there. Hey, I am privileged to have my favorite, most favorite person in all the world with me today. And uh, I got you. There you go. And so, (laughs) you know, um, we're we're quarantined like everybody else and trying to be wise and um, trying to make the most of our time and and adapt and create new rhythms of life and work and, um, you know, just all of that. Um, There's something unique about Joellen and and me in our relationship is in about – uh, six weeks, we will celebrate 30 years of marriage. Hard to believe. That's hard to believe. Isn't that crazy? So 30 years of marriage. We've known each other since we were 12 years old. <laughs> and so, wow, that's a long time. And so uh, we met in sixth grade at Sunday school class. I saw her walk in. I pulled a chair out for her to, uh, well, to sit. I don't remember and, the and chair part. Beam, but... <laughs> beam of light came down. I said, she will be my wife one day. So. Mm-hmm. No, um, no. We we just want to spend some time, and I know um, there's a lot of things out there about um, and resources and articles and podcasts and encouragements, uh, along with just general life with kids. But what does it look like? Um, how do you keep your 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 marriage healthy? And because um, I think there's there's best practices we can do. And let's just talk about that phrase right there, Joellen, because here's the difference between uh, my wife and I. Um, <laughs> she wants to be very careful that we don't, what, you, you tell us, you, you tell the listening audience. <laughs> well, I, I think it's a wiring thing. I think we're, you and I are wired very differently. Um, I get a little cringy about the idea of um, terms like best practices, even though I I acknowledge there are best practices out there, but I just feel um, anxious saying you know that we have it figured out because we don't. I mean, it's but one thing we do have figured out: we have figured out how to do it, how probably not to do it correctly. Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. See, we could talk all day about we, that. <laughs> it's a lot of trial and error, and uh, just. Um, keeping on showing up and being committed and being honest and being real and um, but yeah definitely there are best practices out there and Link pointed out to me and he's right I mean Paul said follow me as I follow Jesus basically Um, he's no pastor would ever preach no one would ever teach I would never teach if if the prerequisite was that we have to have it all figured out Um, so it's probably something you already know. I know it with my brain, but I still just wrestle with that sometimes um, as a follower and and as a leader, too. So anyway, maybe yeah. that's you, too. Yeah, exactly. So, 
Yeah, so, you know, maybe just a few podcasts or, or so, we're just going to talk about um, man, just things we have learned and praying that they can be an encouragement uh, to you all who are married, whether you've been married uh, six months to, you know, 30 years and plus. Um, and as something we have learned is the more we know, the more we realize we do not know. <laughs> and, and, uh, but I, I think before we kind of talk about um, you know, best practices or, or things to, to keep in mind or um, uh, intentional things to do, however you would categorize that, I, I, I do think there are some obstacles, and I, I want to kind of touch on those real quick. Um, and maybe Joanne, you can you can jump in too. I, I just think there's there's some there's some obstacles to a thriving marriage that if we're not aware of it and not observant of it that uh, they can they can creep in and um, and really become a stumbling block for the marriage to where it's not thriving I think one of those is this idea of drifting uh, I think if we're unintentional um, in in pursuing each other uh, that we will drift and we'll drift apart and over time you don't realize well, after thirty years, if we've not pursued each other, we were going to be we are going to be drifting apart in some huge mm-hmm. ways. And we've known a lot of of, uh, of couples that have done that. So, yeah, <laughs> we're in a season of marriage when that does happen a good bit. I mean, our we've brought up three daughters, and two of them are married. The youngest is a junior in college, um, and we are so enjoying, even though we didn't expect to have her home right now but during this season of quarantine she's home with us which is a gift um in the midst of the overall hardship but um but yeah a lot of couples do drift apart after focusing so much on their kids and and i'll say i mean it's a huge adjustment and i think link and i we focused on that i mean that happened differently for us for me as the mom it was pretty emotional adjustment and a season as seasons change there's always grieving that comes with that excitement too and joy uh, but also just a realization of wow things are different from this point forward than they were until now and so I've been asking some questions of the Lord you know like what what is my big mission now Um, what is my next and um, I think there are a lot of answers to that And I'm still seeking, uh, but it does feel different. But it's been a fun season of us having a lot more coffee dates and um, doing more things together. Um, Just having more time to to converse about life and dream together and um, listen to each other. And sometimes that takes some refreshing, you know, like reminding each other Mm -hmm. how to listen best. Yeah. Um, to each other. Yeah, that's awesome. But this drifting idea is is huge, and if you're not aware of it, I mean, drifting is almost something you're, you're not even aware of. And um, but you've got to to realize let, let's pursue and, and run toward each other um, in all kinds of ways. I think the idea of uh, of convenience that we like to be um, we like comfort and. Um, and convenience, and when it's in a marriage relationship, a lot of times you have to do the hard things, uh, and um, 
and sometimes uh, if we're not careful, we, we do the easier things. And if we continue to do the easy things and not have the hard conversations and not uh, try to uh, to work out things uh, in the moment uh, over time, um, you know, that's going to have the impact on the marriage. You know, when we first got married, everybody was saying, don't go to bed. And Scripture says, don't let the sun go down on your anger. And so we have said, you know, we're not going to go to sleep if we have a major disagreement in those early days, I remember staying, we were staying up one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning, it seems like, and we were determined. And then it became who was more stubborn than the other, maybe. I don't know, but no, but, not us, <laughs> but, uh, but I think it's, you know, convenience can be an obstacle mm-hmm. and, and comfort and what's the easy route mm-hmm. to take. And it's those easy, those little, you, they seem minor, but over time, um, you, you're not willing to do the hard things, um, you yeah. know, to have, to have a marriage that is, uh, this thriving. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, I think being self-absorbed, um, I think when you, when you get married, it's, it's all about the other person. And if, you know, over time. Um, you, you you can become self-absorbed and, and looking at yourself. I think all of these are from a, an overflow or an outflow from you who you are. In as Christ. in, like you're talking to me, you, or are you saying <laughs> no. it general you? These are general things, honey. Okay, just making sure. These are general. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to you offline about this. No, um, I'm just kidding. No, these are. Um, I think, and these are all can be spiritual issues as believers. Uh, sure. Because you're not focusing on the Lord and, and focusing on others, you become it's so easy to drift in a sense, and it's all about you and uh, and what yeah. you want. And after a long time of being married, and and you just it it can easily become about you. And so mm-hmm. uh, to not I be self absorbed and think about others. Yeah, I'll say I think at the in the season of life we're in too that a lot of um, people, especially. In America, um, you have you're used to you've reached a place in your work world where, you know, or that you feel accomplished and you know maybe even catered to somewhat, and you know it's it's hard to um, humility can be hard harder to come by. I think in the season of life we're in, um, for a lot of our peers and for us, and so. And if there's anything this season in quarantine and with the pandemic is teaching me, it's humility and the bringing down of some idols. And so I think, you know, the number one idol for most of us is self. And so um, when we really take time individually and together to surrender to the Lord in some deeper ways, it definitely is a blessing to our marriage. Yeah. We're a lot more ready to serve one another and Yep. Well let's let's get specific on some best practices. Let's jump into that and let's just talk about a few and then um I saw your little eye twitch when I said <laughs> Sorry, your when I said best practices. Uh, th- things we attempt to do. We are not at all perfect in these. No, is, no. is that good? Um, but but these are things we uh, we uh, aspire to do and to be. Uh, yeah. But 
Things that Jesus calls us to, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, the first one is we, and during this time of quarantine and just in general in marriage relationships is you have to be deliberate and purposeful. I mean, that's a mm-hmm. guiding statement that really everything else kind of falls underneath. Uh, but what does it look like to, to okay, how are we going to shape this marriage? How are we going to shape our home right now? If, with your kids and you know how do you bring structure and routine and, and all of that but but don't forget the marriage relationship because somehow some way in in most homes the marriage relationship is it kind of gets the leftovers and um and so and it can't um and so how do you become deliber- deliberate and purposeful that's that's kind of a guiding statement but really it's the first we'll call it best practice is how, to make sure, and we want have always done this or tried to do this, is to elevate or place our our marriage relationship correctly in our family, and um, where we love our children. Good night. We love our children. We would die for our children, but we understand our marriage relationship and who we are uh, under the Lord uh, has to be a priority in our lives. Yeah, I think, and we received some great godly counsel from people further ahead of us when we were a young family to keep that relationship central that it is and that the kids see you prioritizing each other sometimes asking them to wait because you're having talk time with your spouse um, and that everyone in the home senses this is the core of our family unit is this marriage relationship and it just it provides security I think for everyone in the family when we do that. Oh, no, it provides security. It provides health. It, it provides confidence uh, for your kids to know that mom and dad love each other and they see it. And, um, and and sometimes it's amazing how difficult it can be to find time, to, especially right now in quarantine and maybe in your home with young kids. It's incredibly hard. You've got to get creative. But to make sure that it's not just leftovers that um, you and your spouse are, are, are getting with each other, but it's it's that quality time of sitting down and talking. At, uh, you know, we do a thing at Brentwood um, where we, we encourage uh, couples to make sure that it's called the ten five three idea, at least 10 minutes a day within five feet of each other. Asking, you know, two to three questions. And, uh, you know, what's on your heart? How can I be praying for you? Uh, what's a fear you have? I mean, it's just it's some of those deeper questions that, that you can have. Uh, with each other and to share and uh, and to make sure that um, that you're doing life uh, with each other and that's that next next best practice is that word with and Joellen you've helped shape me over the years <laughs> of how powerful uh, underst- how powerful the the word with is and I know that's different love languages that's elevated even more. But how that needs to be um, uh, the the discipline in a relationship is to literally be with and yeah. and looking at, with each other. And anyway, go definitely. Ahead. I mean, and we we both need solitude occasionally. I mean, you're more introverted than I am. You need that. We we all need it. I mean, that's an important spiritual discipline. But I think. It's hard to explain how it happens, but um, we rest, we Sabbath with the Lord, but we also rest in each other's presence. Um, being with you is restful to me. Yeah. Like 
when I, when you're near, uh, that encourages me to feel at peace. And so, just finding that um, we like to we like to do most everything together. We don't have to. We don't always, but I always look forward to that when we do. Mm. And um, I think that's just something that, as the relationship cures and as that that develops. Um, and, and I think that's important. Yeah, and those in quarantine are going, what do you mean we're spending time with <laughs> each other all the time? But but let me speak to that. Just because you're in the presence of somebody does not mean maybe that you're you're with mm-hmm. uh, someone and you're engaged in conversation or in, um, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? I, in relationship. Yeah, just because you, Just because you, yeah, yeah. connected. You're just being in the same room, I mean, that, that's different. There's different um, levels of that. And so being yeah. with is the other person knows that you, that you know, you, you're you seeing each other, you're yeah. hearing each other, you're listening to each other, you're hearing the heartbeat and the pulse of each other. In a yeah, sense. there's a, a, a serene awareness kind of of yeah. each other. Yeah. Um, and it's, something that helps with that that we continually work on is eye contact, you know. Yeah. It's easy to multitask and converse while you're doing other things, which is fine, you know. No, no it's not. No. <laughs> well, it's not as fine with me as it is with you, but Well, man, okay. come on guys, man, you're thinking uh, you know, hey, I could I could do this chore or whatever while I'm talking. This is great. <laughs> yeah, of course. And believe me, uh, my wife reminds me often that you know she needs eye contact, and and uh, and I I fully understand and agree with that. Yeah, uh, I and, and I fight that all the time, where I can just multitask and and I'm uh, whatever it may be I'm doing, and I'm also talking to her, but it's it's only a percentage in the sense of which I'm engaged. I mean, to be honest. Yeah. And so, and um, I find myself doing that too in conversations at home with any of the family members. You know, I'm busy doing something, and um, those those moments that we turn toward each other, I think, are are yeah. way worth it. Yeah, I think it that's it. That's exactly it's turning toward each other. It's our attention, our hearts, our thoughts, listening ear, uh, watchful eye. It's all those. It's uh, I'm all in. To this moment with you, yeah. and uh, and those can be so hard, especially with young kids. But that's where you do the you do the hard things, um, and uh, and you don't just get the leftovers, and don't let the the dynamics of the family dictate uh, how healthy your marriage is going to be. You you fight for it, and um, and so our kids may be older, but there was a time where it was just we remember as though it was yesterday, and. I'll get sad if I continue to th- yeah. think about it. Or not, not sad, but grieve of those uh, those precious moments that they were. But there were times where we we were going to have, we were going to be with each other and elevate our relationship, and the kids would be just screaming from the other room, and you would say what to them? We're, we're not going to come in there unless there was blood or a broken bone or something like that. You would kid if about it. But blood, you need a towel for a bone sticking out. <laughs> Yeah. Then we'll come. But and sometimes maybe there was 10 minutes. And sometimes it was close to that maybe, but um <laughs> but yeah, but that was. So let's do a couple more and then we'll uh, we'll pause on this podcast and come back on another one, but I think the idea of praying together mm-hmm. uh and praying together is powerful. That's sharing prayer request. Of course that's that's that comes out of being with each other and uh, being deliberate, but 
uh, truly praying together. And, you know, if we don't do the hard things, it's just easy. It sounds silly, but it sounds easy. It's easier not to do that because it takes time to pause. It takes time to to be in the rat race of life, even in the quarantine time. Uh, but to to but to pray together and pray in unison and in agreement um, mm-hmm. together as a spouse. Definitely. Yeah, and that's I think is important to pray with the whole family for the kids to see you praying together, to see you reading some scripture together, to so that you know they have that image in their minds and hearts. Um, but also that you do it when it's just the two of you as yeah. well. And the last, the last one we'll share now, and then we'll uh, we'll come back on our next podcast and and talk about uh, several more of these. But uh, this, you know, this idea of being thankful um, in a marriage relationship. How do we how do we verbalize what we're thankful for, and um, and to focus on, especially during this time, what we do have versus what we don't have and uh, what we can do versus what we can't do. Mm-hmm. Um, and just understand, even in the chaos and the things that are going on, and but to focus on, because it's, it's all we can do is to be thankful. Okay, we're, we're, we're hunkered down at home. Uh, and so what does that provide us as a family and as a couple? Uh, you may be in a, in a, a working relationship where you're gone a lot, um, Whatever it is, um, but you can, you know, is to be thankful. Think of the things together uh, that you're thankful for. Definitely. And to express that out loud. Yeah. Yeah. I think sharing that and never assume, never assume that we as spouses know what the other one is thinking. And uh, that's something I think just because the familiarity and the, um, you know the closeness, in a sense, proximity-wise. We just assumed everybody knows what what we're thinking, and so therefore that causes that drift, that causes that um, you know the self-absorbed because it, it, we we just assume everything's fine, but uh, but there's a slow drift that's happening when we don't verbalize and and are thankful. So, uh, but thank you for your time today. I appreciate um, you as a listener listening in a little bit of. Uh, Joellen and, and and my uh, our, our relationship and uh, thankful for uh, your time and and just praying for our marriage uh, marriages during this 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 time of of, of self quarantine and and uh, the uncertainty these unprecedented times and uh, and praying for each of of our marriage relationships and I just want to encourage you to maybe write some things down that we've we've said today um, that maybe maybe we said something and it kind of uh, cause you to think of something else that maybe um, that you could an action an action step you could put into your marriage relationship, and to be willing to do the hard things, be willing to adjust, be willing to uh, maybe it's awkward for a while, or maybe it's just weird because you all have drifted. And what does it mean to to want the best and to start working back toward a strong relationship so but we're praying for you all and uh, we're going to circle back around next time and talk more about these best practices that my lovely bride (laughs) enjoys me saying Um, but I do want to encourage you with this this last phrase we say every time that you you may be in a place where you're like that's 
I just don't see a, a way back to having a healthy marriage or a family that's just in chaos, a dysfunction, however you would define it. Or maybe it's just, you know, it's just, you just think if this is just the way it's going to be. Um, but I want to encourage you with our statement uh, that we always say at the end, wherever you are as a family or a marriage relationship, wherever you are, that's a, that's the great place to start. So until next time, thank you. Thank you.